Hey all you doers, welcome back for the infamous episode 6. This is the biggest story of them all. Do you want to tell them about it? Why not? It's the story of how we met. The story of how we met. Really the story of how you won me over. Yeah, a story of sadness, a story of glory, a story of triumph. You know, if you want to talk about the key to persistency in life for any male, female, dog, cat, buffalo, <laughs> bear, but a fish. Water buffalo or normal buffalo? That's right. All right. A story for anyone. Anyone. So let's start from the very beginning. So Jess and I met freshman year of college towards the end. Mm-hmm. We had a mutual friend who throughout this entire story, which I hope she's listening, she always played the middleman no matter what. She was always. on my side. I knew her previous from high school. She became one of your friends in college. She kind of would listen to me. She'd listen to you. <sighs> But at the end of the day, she knew all the beef. And the beef was that I was not winning the scenario. So, <laughs> what scenario? You got to set it up. Well, let's, let's start where we met. So we met. Our friend invited me out. I was out sitting in the dorm with my buddy. And she said, hey, me and a couple of gals are going to go take a drive. It was raining. Mm-hmm. Apparently, dancing in the rain was a thing. It's still a thing. I guess it's still a thing. I, I just didn't know that trend. I'm, I'm not... I'm not with the times. And I kind of said, okay, sure, why not? I'll go. And I went and these three girls picked me up. They were very high energy playing hip hop. We were bored in the dorms and we had nothing better to do. It was like a Wednesday night. And so I asked my friend Julia if she wanted to go for a drive just to do something that wasn't staring at the four walls of our dorm. And she said, let's do it. So we texted Janae and Janae was like, well, I'm hanging out with my friend Cody. Do you mind if he comes? And we didn't care. We were like, bring everyone. That's pretty much us in a nutshell. Because, yeah. So fast forward just a little bit. That night, I honestly don't remember that much. I remember you sitting in the backseat of my car, so uncomfortable. It was your car? Yeah, it was, it was I, the Civic. I can't yeah. even remember any of this. I always drove. I still always drive. Hmm. Yeah, I was in the backseat of the Civic. Yeah, I just remember being overwhelmed. Janae thought it was funny, and I was like, okay, whatever. So I, I just kind of went with Janae, said, whatever. It, you know, I met you gals. <laughs> so fast forward a little bit. I was in the dorms one day, uh, one of the mess halls, kind of having lunch. I was approached. Harrison, it no longer exists. Yes. Yeah. One of the smaller dining halls. And when I get done with my shifts or anything um, right before class, I'd come and eat at this dining hall. I just thought they had a little, little bit more homey food. It's because Peggy made the best wraps. That's right. God bless Miss Peggy. She helped me get through freshman year with not surviving on crappy food. Bless her heart. Yeah. Anyway. Yep, we went to Harrison. If anyone knows me, I'm kind of a person where I like to have arguably weird combos of food. So that day, I decided to have my signature salad with a little imitation crab, a few different things, probably a pound of ranch, had a couple slices of pizza, some kind of chicken breast thing, maybe some rice. I don't know, just a lot of different things. So I'm sitting by myself, minding my business, and here comes Janae and I don't even know how many of you girls there were. There was four or five of us. There was there was a crew. And I <laughs> just sat there. And she's like, can we join you? Like, you should meet them. And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> and 
a little bit going forward. I don't even remember necessarily meeting you then, which I is kind don't, of funny. I don't remember that meal because I don't remember that. I We both remember our really good friend, Julia. She made an odd comment about she, your food. She called me out and said, you have a weird plate weird, of food there. But then so did she. And yeah, both. So, but, yeah, so we hadn't caught each other's eye yet. No. Okay, so fast forward to when I caught your eye. So catching my eye. So summer goes by. We are now jumping into sophomore year of college. I just moved into my apartment. Being a sophomore in college, I thought, what greater way to dive into college than going to a little party? Sorry, parents. Sorry, mom, dad, grandparents. <laughs> Went to a little party and a few of my friends were there. Saw quite a few people I didn't know. I wasn't really into the scene freshman year. So we're at the, the house party, kind of hanging out. Again, not really my thing. And then here comes Janae. And Janae was a girl where that girl, I always, she's my best friend. And I just say that she is going to turn my hair gray one day. And again, I hope she's listening. But she comes in. Everyone's like, Janae! Haven't seen her all summer. She comes in, does some stuff that would be impressive in the party scene. Let's just say that. And I go, okay. And then Jess comes in behind a few other gals. And I'm like, oh, hey, I remember meeting you from last year. And the first thing you said to me, and there was, I'll say this, there's two girls that night that said this to me. And they said, hey, you grew a little facial hair. I really like it. I still love his facial hair. And I took, I take pride in my facial hair, at least my wife liking it. So I was kind of like, huh, okay. There's two girls that said that that night. And some time went by. We didn't really see each other. And then my buddy's house, three of my buddies, there was, I can't remember the specific reason, just maybe we were all hanging out, but everybody kind of made their way towards the garage. It was kind of the party spot, pool table in there. And you were all by your lonesome in the kitchen. I think like Van Halen was playing. I don't even know. Some kind of classic rock. Yeah. Something. And you were just having the time of your life, just dancing, having fun. All no, It didn't matter who was watching or nobody watching. I'm pretty sure I had gone in there to steal. I used to always steal our friend Dallas's carrots. He had like baby carrots. I'm pretty sure I was in there eating baby carrots, dancing by myself. <laughs> So me seeing that, I kind of slowly said, hey, she's kind of interesting. That was my word. That's my cop-out word for saying, yeah, I was into it. I liked her, you know. So going forward, I kind of made this mission and I told Janae, I said, hey, your friend Jessica, I kind of like her. I think I think I want to pursue her. And she, being the good friend she was, said, yeah, I can, you know, why not? But deep down, she was really saying, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Jessica is in her party phase of college. She was interested in other guys that were not me. And that leads to the whole reason for this story is, again, being persistent. So what I used to do with Jess, and there's just so many little different mini stories within the big story. But this whole process before Jess caved in and asked me out is... Just got to throw that in there, don't you? That's right. It's my little jab. <laughs> she asked me out. I was, she couldn't resist me. Just took seven months. Oh my. So what I would do is I would attend a lot more parties than I wanted to. A lot of that had to do with I just wanted to see her. She's in her party phase again. I would go to the girls' house. I remember one specific moment I came to see you. And all you ladies didn't invite any other guys. And you said, we're going to have kind of like a little slumber party. We're going to wear PJs, junk food it out. 
watch oh, some whatever, watch some movies, whatever. I show up. I got pudding cups for everybody. It wasn't even necessarily just about you at that moment. I was just kind of like excited to be invited. Whatever. I don't know. This is such a terrible moment. And yeah. so I got asked, hey, and I noticed all the girls were getting getting ready. And I getting ready in a sense, like, I thought this was a PJ party. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there. They go, hey, can you take a photo of us? And I was like, yeah, sure. Let me let me do that. And then you and like, then, as I'm taking the photo, you kind of are all like, so which party are we going to go to? What are we going to do tonight? <laughs> Who's riding with who? And I realized I was being left alone. <laughs> Let's just say I was I there tried for to 10 minutes, black that 15 out of my minutes, memory. sad day, sad day I'm for, sorry. for me. Yeah, I've tried to etch that out of my memory with like harsh, black, large permanent marker. Yeah. So that's just one specific moment. You make this. me sound like such a horrible person. That was, no, that was all of you. <laughs> I believe you are. We're all. all horrible people. Yes, all of you. Oh. I'm still waiting for my apology. I'm kidding. I was gonna say, so, I'm pretty sure I've apologized a lot. Yeah, so that's even just one instance in the seven-month journey. You took a class, a terrible class. Yep, so that's one thing I did during this time frame is I went to take my first junior-level class sophomore year. thought I was cool, cool beans for doing that. I get in there, and there's a professor who, his name sounded English, very English, and he comes in, and let's just say he doesn't speak very good English. Uh, Those are really hard professors. Very thick. He's from Thailand. And I got very nervous and said, I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> I did that class for maybe two, three days, which gives you just enough time. If you want to back out with no penalties, you, you can do that. And downstairs from the second floor where I was at, all of my friends, ironically, and Jess, we're taking an accounting class, which I'm just going to know it was one of the worst accounting classes, classes of all college it's I probably had. one of the only C's I ever got in college. I thought about retaking it. it There's was a reason so you horrible. got a C, which is where I'm getting I know. at. So, I can blame you for that C. Sure. <laughs> so we, we get, to the, get to the class. I honestly at first didn't even know you were in it. I just kind of saw all my buddies and I was like, hey. Like, I'm joining the class. Teacher was super nice about it. So I was kind of sitting with you guys. And here comes Jess. And I basically leaned into all of them and said, next time, I'm sitting next to her. I don't care what the layout looks like. Because it was like four across. So there was technically five of us. I know. I'm poor Connor. (laughs) So there was sometimes an odd man out. But you knew... We'd always save you, ironically, because you'd be there last of all the people. I had to hoof it from Linfield, which was across campus. Yeah. Mister had to walk down the stairs. Yep. Jess sits next to me most days, basically by my intention, my design. And I flirt with this girl, because this is, I like, you have no choice. You can't <laughs> go anywhere. You're right. Because at every party I'd see you, it'd just kind of be like, hey, good to see you. And then you'd be gone. And he'd be like, oh, well, at least I made an appearance. <laughs> there goes the whole night. So the class, we flirted a lot, got a lot of dirty looks from a lot of different people. We were terrible. People were not a fan. Even the teacher wasn't a fan. But you can't stop love. 
That's true. Right. I would take that seat a hundred times over to be to end up over. <laughs> so so bad. That was, you know, again, just one small part of the story. But you know, picture this in that kind of seven month time frame. So a few things come by. Again, my my other strategy with hanging out with Jess is. I'm a very competitive person. Jess is a competitive person. So I found one thing that worked for me to at least connect with her in a small way at every every party or get together. I want you to know that he did not let me win. I just, before I even start the story, I got to throw that out there because I'm incredible at this game. Keep going. So my counter to that, there's been a lot of games outlawed in our house because you're scared to play me in. Anyway, keep going with the story. So speed, speed, if any of you have played it, it is a very quick game. It can be a very aggressive game. Oh, I love love it. Yes, so we used to get really into it. Or at least just get really into it. We haven't played it since we started dating. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. I just wanted to flirt with her and play. I was not good. Our friends would help him cheat. Oh, I cheated relentlessly, and I still badly, and he still relentlessly, and I wouldn't even notice you were cheating. That's how good I was, or how unobservant because I was winning. I don't know. I remember like Janae and like they would all take hunks of cards from you to try to help you cheat. Yeah, I did everything I could, and I still lost. You, I think, in the the end, if I remember right, in that seven months we played roughly, I feel like I had twenty-five times in my head. And I think it was I, a lot. I think I won one time. I remember the one time you won, and I lost it. I was so mad. So one strategy to me, kind of trying to flirt, connect with Jess, had the class thing, had a few times we hung out. One part of the story that we're we we jumped the timeline just a little bit. I gotta tell this part of the story. You go ahead. So before he took the class with me, so this was the Christmas we took the class together, spring semester. Almost at the end of the class, I asked you out. So before we took that class together, on my way I'm sorry, home, what did you say? Yes, you asked me out? I did, but you asked me out first. I'm about ready to tell that story. So One of many. One of many. So I was headed home for Christmas, and I was I was one of the last people to leave Bozeman. And I it was pretty, it was a couple rough episodes before me leaving. So it's late. It's like an eight hour drive from Bozeman to Boise. And it's winter. <laughs> you shouldn't really drive that at night, but I was I left at like four o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. So Cody calls me and I'm like, I'm going to get food. My car is packed. I'll call you on the road. I'll call you in a little bit. So picture this, you have all the gusto in the world, you finally say, and was approaching her through a phone call the best way. No, it wasn't. But I get all my gusto, my courage, and you go, hey, I just want to like ask you something real quick. And she goes, oh, sorry, can't. Got to grab a panda. Got to hit the road. Okay, in my defense, that was like the worst timing. It was, there was a pretty rough episode before that. I know. But I know. anyway, so I go, I'll call you later. I'm really sorry. I got, I got to pick up food. I got to get the road. So I get outside of Ennis and there's a huge curve. So Ennis is probably an hour away from Bozeman. And when you come out of Ennis, there's this huge curve. So I call Cody back when I hit Ennis. And I go, hey, uh, sorry to call you back. So sorry it's so late. I'm on the road. What's up? And he literally goes, I wanted to ask. What did you? You said something like, I wanted to ask you out to dinner, or I was hoping we'd go out to do something along those lines. Mm, yeah, I just kind of said I like you. 
I I think when you get back, I'd like to go on a date. Something like that. Something like that. Yes. And the second he got the last of that sentence out, and this is the honest truth. I feel like some people don't believe me, but I it is the honest truth. A deer jumped out in front of my car, and I remember screaming, not such a great word, deer, and be like, and then I just hung up on him because I thought I was going to hit a deer. And so I <laughs> yelled this naughty word, deer, hang up the phone, and like, what was it like two hours later i call you back and then yeah. call you back immediately i remember i called you back way later and then i basically called you back to, to turn you down yeah not a not a again not another great night for for me you know confidence <laughs> slashed had to be drug out through the sand <laughs> for a few hours i'm it was in my defense it was just i would have had more tack than that had it not been that moment but that happened, and then you decided to take class with me. You still didn't give up, and boy, am I happy you didn't. So that, yeah, that was strike one, and spring semester is when I started to really try. Yeah, we took that class together, we played speed, we hung out a lot more. And still, to this day, I still think one of the best dates we ever had, and technically we weren't dating. Do you remember the trip from the library? That's when I fell, Yeah. <laughs> looking back on it, that's when I fell in love with you. Yeah. Long before I know that I did. Yeah. It was late. It was and late. And you tricked me into going to the library. No, you, hold, on, hold on. Yes, it was that night and you tricked me. I get to tell this story. So he texts me. We're going to have a test in this class that we were all taking together. And he texts me and he goes, hey, we're all going to get together to have like a study session in the library. Would you like to come? I said, I would love to come. So I show up to the library and Cody goes, oh, everyone else bailed. Come to find out this little turd They weren't nugget. invited. They weren't invited. He orchestrated they didn't even know about it. whole thing to get me there. You little liar. But it worked for the best. It did, it did work for the best. And then we had to leave and we had to walk all the way from the library to the stadium parking, which is a hike. You are skipping some very crucial steps here in this night. So during it's our, little, our cheese nip cheese our, it conversation. Yes, this is oh important. How did you fall in love with me? This is important. So we were joking. We actually were trying to study because genuinely, again, terrible class. We did not do our best in that class, and it was a hard class. It was we truly needed to study. It's amazing we passed it. Yes. So I. Me being the cheapo in college, decided ah, I'm gonna get cheese nips instead of Cheez Its. Now, you know, I brought some different snack foods for the library. Cheese nips are disgusting. They are actually. They are. I, I just I already bought the box, so I committed. But oh, I so offered gross. them to Jess, and I told her we kind of joked about. She's like, "Why? Why did you buy cheese nips?" And I said, "Well, you know, we just started this band." I put this scenario together. I still remember it. We started this band. I have a really low budget. Like, if we were to get Cheez-Its, we'd have to lose a wheel on the van. And then you just... And I, I will post this video, actually. I still have it. Oh, my god! On Facebook and Instagram. Is you... When you get in your giggle laugh stage, you just can't help yourself and you got into that in the library and it's really funny because there's this girl in the background she's like kind of giving you like this look it's just it's really funny <laughs> so that's yeah. that is a crucial part of the story but a thing i just kind of have philosophy um, from is that any gals on campus if it was late i i just i didn't want girls to walk by themselves you know a lot of my friends i, I just didn't like it 
you know, stuff can happen. Campus was kind of a, our campus was safe. I was going to say, know? our campus was super safe, but walking alone but all it in takes the middle of the time, night you know? is not, whether you're a guy or a girl, I would say, walking alone at night in a campus is not always the best choice. No, and that was the hard part is I'd walk people home. And then you and would then have I to walk, would walk by myself. Okay. And there, were, there was a moment or two where it got a Larry, but yeah. So Jess and I make our way down to Jess's car. It is winter. There's snow and ice everywhere. And I just remember we just started going nuts because you had all these like ice chunks stuck kind of in your wheel wells. Honda's are notorious for and this. And we we're just like hacking away. <laughs> I'm in my peak like personality. Just when I, I don't know. We were, uh, we were we just were going nuts. We were being stupid. It we were was having so fun. funny. And we're throwing snow at each other. We are just being stupid kids. And then the best part, too, is that was only round one. Because then you were like, well, it doesn't make sense for you to walk all the way up, like you were saying before, the north end of campus, where I was parked, is like a mile and a half away. This is this cheapness coming out, by the way, because I paid for like the close parking at 205 bucks a pop and you paid for the out and 10 buck two how parking. dare you call me cheapo you are I was cheapo. out in the slums okay <laughs> by choice <laughs> <laughs> you bought the 40 dollar ticket so we we did my cart and then we that's right we didn't walk up to 10 buck two we drove, drove we had to walk there. to my car and then we drove all the way up there but that's guess, what it was guess what my <laughs> car was in the same predicament snow ice so we beat all the round ice. two we All turn up the music friends. and we're just bam, bam, bam. You it's see, like 11 o'clock at night You see too. people, like some people walking by and they're kind of like, what the heck's going on over there? <laughs> just losing it. And then I kind of did that little bit like, well, I should probably follow you home just in case because it's icy. You know, I noticed you slipped a little bit driving up here. That was probably not true. That was not true. I'm so a party I, driver. I followed her home and we didn't live that far apart, really. 28 miles. Yeah, not that far. So I called her, still trying to kind of flirt with her, having fun. And then at some point, the sad reality of the story, she goes her way. I go mine. I have to turn off at one point because we're not together. Nope. No. Not yet. No, but this, again, this was a crucial moment. And I still, to this day, was like one of our best days, I feel like. It was, yeah. It was the moment I fell in love with you. Part of my strategy. Nailed no it idea. perfectly. Oh my gosh. Executed with perfection. Jeez. So so at this point, I have to tell you where my head's at. Because this was like a month or two before I asked you out, I think. Maybe a month. It's further out than you think. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. So I was convinced that, because Cody and I were really good friends at this point. In my head, he was like one of my best friends friends and one of AKA the guys the friend zone he totally friends zone. so i kept thinking well if i ask this guy out i'm gonna totally screw something up let's let's not even go there like let's not even pretend to even why go would there. you date your best friend when you know it would go really well yeah why would you you're the, the person lo- you the choose to be with with the rest of your life should be your best friend that's how it should work but i was stupid i was what 20 years old I don't still know. don't know much. 19? 19. I think it was 19, 20? Somewhere in there. Young. Stupid. Didn't know a whole lot. So we should fast forward to me asking you out because I'm sure they're over the story by now. There's still more. There's still more that's crucial. Oh my gosh. So I've had a strike one and you just still have to picture, you know, every other weekend trying to hang out with her and lay my ground. You sound like that. you had like a freaking risk board out and you like, were like moving the pieces. Like I text her. 
be like, hey, what's up? Three days later, nothing. I don't know how you respond to that. Snapchat, same thing. I just tried anything and everything. But, so strike two. I think I asked you out to one of the Marvel movies. I don't remember which one. It was before Infinity Game. Infinity Game. Infinity Wars. You call yourself a Marvel fan. Shush, I am. I can't remember which one it was. But it was before... It was before Infinity Wars. You gave me a pretty clear, like, eh, no thanks. Or yeah. you kind of asked me, is anyone else going? And I instantly knew that was a no. That was a no. Well, I remember Junae got after me. So did Julia. They were like, if you're not going to date this kid, you need to stop leading them on because you're just being rude now. Like, you're just being mean. That's right. And so they got after me. And so I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to date him. So I better just... And then... So strike three. Strike three. So then... Spring break. So we got to tell the story about Hash Brown. So they know how they get there. So you go home. So This I, explains the cups in the picture on Instagram. Yes. Yeah, so I go home. I kind of ask Jess out very lightly again, kind of right before spring break. So strike three, either strike three, you're out or three strikes, you're in kind of, right? So I think I'm out at this point. I forever have told my mom and my sister because they were the, the two big ladies in my life at that moment. And I kept saying is. You know, I, they were like, what's her name? You know, what's going on? And I was like, well, she's from Idaho. And they're like, okay, what does that even mean? I love how you never told them my name because you didn't want them to like figure out who I was. I just, yeah, I, they would they'd look you up and whatever. I just, I was like, no, I feel like if I give you her name, it's not going to work. Which at this point was seven months down the road and it hadn't worked. So my mom came up with the infamous name which was in my phone for a really long time, is Hash Brown. Yeah. Because you were from Idaho, and that's about it. That's all they knew. Because of potatoes. That's about (laughs) it. So you were Hash Brown. So Miss Hash Brown, who is now Mrs. Hash Brown. So here's the funny thing, too. So when that came out, when we got at a rehearsal dinner, my friend came to me, and she goes, your first horse, it's named Hash Brown. Like, like done deal. That's what it's going to be. Um, we're, the name's never going to leave us. Your no. mom got it on cups. Like, we can't. It's a big part of the story. Yeah, I was hash brown for a long time. So hash brown, and I'll let you kind of tell the story of you went home with our infamous friend who played the middleman this whole time. For months, sweet Janae. Months, yeah, seven months. Yeah, so Janae comes home to spring break, and she basically was like, you need to figure it out. Like, I'm done. She basically came to both of us and was like, I'm done being the middleman. Like, freaking figure it out. You guys need to be done. Like, this is ridiculous. I'm over it. So what she did was she had a nursing friend and she started telling you about this nursing friend she had and basically was like, I think Cody, and she told me too, on multiple occasions, being like, I have this nursing friend. I think she's great for Cody. I'm going to start, you know, see if I can get him to date, yada, yada, yada. I remember her like telling me on multiple occasions. So then I decided I'm coming home from the library by myself and I decided I don't like this idea. I don't care for it. I do not like the idea of Cody dating someone else even slightly. So I'm coming home and I remember jealous. (laughs) I remember calling Janae and I go, I'm going to ask him out. Oh no, I remember going, should I ask him out? And she was like, oh my gosh, really? And she goes, well, either freaking ask him out or don't. So I go, fine, I'm going to go ask him out. So I hang up the phone with Janae, which was the quickest phone call I've ever had with Janae. And I text you and I go, hey, I have a question for you. Do you mind if I come over? And this jerk face over here just 
strung that out like you wouldn't believe. And I remember basically being, I remember getting mad in the text message. I think I deserved it. Yeah. And I was like, either, either can I come over and ask you or, or are we done? Like, I remember just, you'd like drag it out of her text for like a few texts. And then I remember just being like, it's either now or never buddy. So like figure it out. Cause I'm, you, this is your one opportunity. Like I remember getting pretty spicy. So then you go come over. So I come over and then you and your roommate had this plan. We sit in your living room and talk for like an hour. So, so actually, no, I that sat was not there. intentional. Well, it felt intentional. So I'm in there for an hour waiting to ask you this freaking question. It's starting to get dark outside. So what did I do? I said, okay, I finally caved in. An hour and I said, later. Oh, I think Scout giddy. has to go out to go potty. You were so giddy. Scout was our black lab at the time. Oh, I love Scooter. So we go potty and we, I mean, we get like not very far. And I was like, would you like to go on a date? I remember just being like, I just, I just threw it out there. And you were like, yeah, let's do it. So we did. We went to Aleworks, which used to have my favorite dessert in the whole entire world. They discontinued it, those jerks. And I paid the bill. I think that's the cool part is I paid the bill and you had no idea. Like the waitress and I were on the same wave. She like handed it. I like paid and you were like, where's the bill? And I was like, it's been paid. Like you had no idea that it had even been paid, but I had asked you out. And so I paid the bill. Paid the bill, told me about your family tree, and uh, we just got to know each other a little bit more. But what's still funny, and I don't think there's anything wrong with this, is that I, I, don't know, I just grew up with like kind of that notion like, yeah, the guy, you know, he picks up the bill. But I guess, you know, you did ask me out. Yeah. Well, and you asked me out to Olive Garden, which was our second date, and you paid the bill. And then from there on out, it's always, it was equal. 50-50, yeah. But anyway, I just, I think that's, I think it's really funny that, like, the waitress and I were on the same wavelength, and she, like, hand the bill, I, like, slid in the card, she, like, took it, and you had no idea it had even transpired right in front of you. I just, I remember you being like, well, don't wait to pay the bill. I was like, it's done. You were like, what? I was like, I paid, like... Still to the, I just, <laughs> I just was in awe that I was even on a date with this woman I was pursuing for so long. The rest is history is what they say. The rest is history. I've been chasing you ever since. Like, you like to hold that over my head. He likes to make me chase him now. Jerk. It's 50. Well, we're, geez, we're married at this point. <laughs> That's the story of how we met, really. Persistence on his part. Consistency and, and a really and a couple good friends. A couple strategies thrown in there, <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess the big thing for any doer or listener out there is if you kind of have a goal in mind. Like for example, if you're trying to find a red car in traffic and you're looking for it, you see the red car, you see it because you were looking for it. And I saw something in front of me that I knew I wanted. It was important to me. There's there's something there like I couldn't lose. There's this in the situation. I just knew I had to have her, no matter what the cost you was. Sound possessive. Which I, was at my sanity. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also possessive, but I think the point was is you knew before I did that we would make a great team, and I had to grow up a little. I did. I had to grow up a little, and it was, then it was I, a unique time to go for you. Yeah, I had to grow up a little, and we started off. I think the cool thing is we started off as really good friends. We were really good friends for a long time. I mean, you wanted to date me, but we just hung out a lot, actually, thinking back on it. And before we dated, we were just friends. And then all of a sudden, I was came by the realization that, you know, with the help of a friend trying to make me jealous, which did work to snap me to realize what I had in front of me. But 
you should date your best friend because it's the person you're with for the rest of eternity. So wouldn't you want to be with your best friend for the rest of eternity? Yeah. So any guy or gal out there that has a person that's in the friend zone. And you don't necessarily want them to be in the friend zone. Maybe take them out of the friend zone. If you if you want to. That's the other thing too, though. You, you've got to... I mean, it took me seven months. I think if we'd started dating when you first asked me out initially, I don't think we'd be here today because I had to grow up a little. Thanks for waiting. so that's episode six of really doing it a little story on how we met so now you can know why she is mrs hash brown why i am mr hash brown again just persistency but yeah the story of how we met it is always kind of fun to tell i do have a little story i plan to write my kind of my perspective of things in a more written piece well i think any couple loves to talk about how they met I mean, even if it's boring and traditional or exciting, like from a movie, I mean, it's still magical. It feels magical. It's really exciting. It's falling fun. in it's love is... fun to look back at. Yeah, falling in love is one of those things that I think is one of life's great magical moments. So that's episode six. One little send-off. Hi, Mom. <laughs> thank <laughs> you for sticking in there, and thank you for naming her Hash Brown. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye.